We're talking basket. Oh wait, is ball. it playing? Yeah, we're playing basketball. <laughs> we're playing basketball. We're playing basketball. Hey, 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 Fade away, yeah, it's so deep. Here we go. It's 11:27. We're in the morning. Yeah, what's going on? We're in Toronto. We're in the six. We're getting the mix. We're pulling up. Oh yeah, we're about to go with all these tricks. Yeah, we never diminish. We're gonna replenish. Oh yeah, we're gonna. Done. You are watching the Hoop Central podcast right here on Spirit Live. That was that had that, at least seventy five percent of that had nothing, nothing to do with basketball. I was like, the Kings are going to Port and Dimitri, yeah. and I started talking about what's guanin. To be honest, I I I couldn't pay attention to anything you were saying because I was so focused on uh, the beat that uh, was kind of non existent throughout. I don't think you even heard that when you were just here. Malik just was right into the zone, and you know it's crazy because we're gonna be right into the zone as we're coming into the season four opener of the hoop central podcast ladies and gentlemen we have missed y'all how you guys been i've been i've been quite fantastic quite fantastic quite i love fantastic. that i love that for me i'm also been fantastic and for those of you who are new and those of you who aren't we hope you're also fantastic but you are here listening to the hoop central podcast right here on spirit live the perfect place for all things basketball i'm talking nba wmba ncaa oh. g league we talk about everything hey euro sports nbl it's just been so long it feels like since we've last been on this uh, podcast to be able to talk hoops and a lot has happened since we last were here talking about basketball a lot has happened. with everyone mainly i think there was an nba champion that was crowned a, a healthy warriors team is kind of scary kind of scary and i guess i was correct in a sense but there's a word I should have took away from that because that kind of is uh, a little bit uncertain. Mm-hmm. They were definitely scary. And scary. I think one thing none of us expected, well, we knew Jordan Poole was someone who was going to make a jump. A lot of people predicted it. We didn't expect Andrew Wiggins to play the role that he did. Wow. Wiggins is the perfect small forward for that team that they've had. And that is even including KD, personally, because I feel like defensively, uh, what he demands offensively, it's not as much. He's kind of like a glue guy where you could just put him in and he'll do whatever needs to be done. Bob Meyer saw that mission after that tough season when they were second last place, I believe. They had the lottery pick. You have a lot of depth. The way that Golden State formulated a plan the offseason, they went from being the worst team to winning the championship in a matter of a year, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So I'm proud of that team. A round of applause for the Warriors. Yeah, round of Absolutely. applause. Round of they, applause. They, they deserve it. They work so hard. They grinded. 
you know, the underdog mentality. Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. Obviously, we know we, they both did not get significant playing time during the year, but they were still really, really good contributions. Really really and plus, instrumental. They're, they're young. Absolutely. And I think they've really set themselves up because if you look at the finance books, right, and we're going to talk about this for the rest of the year, and the we even have something to mention about this team that's happened recently. But you have so much people who are on schedule to get a payday. You've got Andrew Wiggins who's going to get paid. Big you got Jordan Poole who's going to get paid. Pay. And then you got Draymond Green who's going to get paid, pay right? Day. You cannot keep all of them. Nope. Unless someone takes a massive pay cut. Unless someone takes a massive pay cut. And we don't know who that's going to be. And you still have James Wiseman who's my guy this year. I'm going to be looking at him out of everybody. If he performs well, he's, he's chasing that contract extension in the next coming yeah. next couple of years 100%. Yeah. And I know that, you know, we after championship parade, a couple of people departed. You had... Uh, Juan Toscano, go to LA. You had Gary Payne go to Portland. Um, Andre Gadala's coming back for one year. You got Otto Porter, Otto Porter coming to Toronto. So, you know, you lost some of your bench. However, you got guys that are NBA ready coming up. Kaminga, Moses Moody, James Wiseman returning from injury. You're good. I, would, I wouldn't sweat it off if I was a Warriors fan. I'd be like, we're good yeah. and we might be even better than and ever because I, you have young generational talent who, you know, uh, although there's uncertainty, it's a positive good problem to have because yeah. you're going to develop them for years to come and they're going to be amazing that second unit is looking nice and sweet and well coordinated it's fire and you have you know shooting you have defense and they were like top five defense in yeah the they were that's too. the that, that the whole finals was basically the top i think top two defenses top two defense that were top two or top three defenses facing each other right mm -hmm. i think the celtics were number one uh warriors were number two or number three yeah but uh yeah as you said with uh uh, even though they lost people, they've added people too. They added people too. I found out recently that Jamichael Green was on the team. I was about and to say I was that. Like, that's when a, did he get on the that, team? That's such an underrated. It's add. such an underrated it's, pickup. It's, an, it's a nice addition. I think Dante team. DiVincenzo is a nice pickup for them mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. nice they, as well. You draft a guy. Okay. As you guys know, if you are loyal listeners to this podcast, when it comes to college basketball, there's a one team that my heart is is literally if you open my heart you you see the logo of this one team and it's, it's the duke blue devils right team's team. so i'm always keeping up with duke news and prospects they're looking out for one guy that they were so close to getting a commitment from was patrick baldwin jr mm. and he decided to go and play with for his dad at university of wisconsin milwaukee a mm -hmm. lower mid-major d1 school right mm -hmm. and obviously he didn't perform the best fell to the, i believe the 30th pick in the first round i believe and he yep, went to he Golden did. State. This was a guy when he was coming out of high school, he was a top three recruit, five star. If he went to let's say any other major D1, let's say what not just Duke, but State. let's say let's say Kentucky or Kansas or an Oregon or something, right? He would have definitely went top fifteen. For sure. Oh, absolutely. For sure. But because he's playing for his dad, he's the number one option. His field goal percentage was down. Wasn't able to do the same things. Too much of a, a load was put on his uh, on his back. This is this. I'm not gonna say reminds me of a Michael Porter Jr. situation with Denver. That's a good comparison. But this is a guy who is extremely talented and has a lot of skill, a lot of upside. And I think that's the one thing that's so scary about this team is their young guys. Not only are they skilled and talented for now. But they have extreme upside for the They're future. Ready. So this Warriors team, the way they've re I don't want to say rebuilt, but retooled Retool, since KD's maybe, departure maybe, maybe has been really good. They're playing for the present and also have prepared themselves for the future. How about we talk about the who could be on top this year? But let's 
let's focus a little bit on the Eastern Conference. Okay, well, we'll do we'll do a little Eastern Conference episode because the East has gotten better than oh my ever. gosh remember the years where the east was like the clown like the little yeah. brother that you know whenever they were to come hey, to the, the big here. the adult table we're still here they're kind of you're like go, go go play go play with your toys now they're the ones like hey we're, we got the big boys over here and it's crazy to see how competitive this eastern conference is durant to the east harden to the east yeah, got everyone from the West going to the East. It's crazy. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I, love it. I love it too. I love it too. The competitive nature, but uh, yeah, as Malik said, uh, going into our Eastern Conference predictions, we do it every year. So why? It's our tradition. We, yeah, we can't. We can't break it up now. So we'll start from fifteen, going all the way up to number one. Right. Sorry if your team, your favorite team, does not get talked about. I'm sorry. As much as you would like. There's a lot of teams and only so much time that we have. And if we say something that you don't like about your team, well, boohoo, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Come fight me. Yeah, I don't you, care. You, 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 I'm a Raptors fan. I have to live with mainstream media constantly, <laughs> never giving the respect I want for my team. So if you're upset that I only talked about the Detroit Pistons or the Indiana Pacers for 10 seconds, then go cry to a wall. I could care less. <laughs> You know what? If someone if someone wants to DM me, they can DM me about Washington Wizards and uh, my boy Denny of Dia because I know he's gonna have a big season. That, that that's <laughs> that's another one of my Denny takes. Denny of Dia. That's another one of my takes. Well, they sneak peek that for all the Washington Wizards fans, stay 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 tuned because at least one person's gonna talk about your team. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I guess uh, Malik, let's start it off. You go first. Number fifteen. I'm gonna say my number fifteen is the Indiana Pacers. Mm. Dead last. Done. Okay, okay. Done. I can see a lot of midseason trades happening. Miles Turner, I think he's going to be gone by a trade deadline. TJ McConnell, he might support a contender. Um, who else am I listening? Buddy Heald had talks in the trade to the Lakers. I can see them bolstering their bench. Their entire future, I think, is Tyrese. And Benedict, Ma- Benedict, Benedict Matherin. I was about to forget about Benedict Matherin. And, you know, I, I won't beat around the bush. I know maybe I'll be talking a little longer. But I say they can make a push for, you know, Viva Binyama. Yeah, we're definitely gonna Sorry talk about we're definitely talk, gonna talk, talk about that later. Talk about that because they're the, the, a lot of these bottom teams are we're gonna see a tank that we've unlike any other tanks that we've seen with the amount of teams that we're gonna see. But uh, in terms of number fifteen, I also do have the Indiana Pacers. Uh, some people are like, "Whoa!" But they have so much experienced players, right? But uh, it's just there. There's no incentive to win. There's no reason to win. And with the guys they have, I just don't think there's any cohesion. Uh, you have Tyrese, great. I hope he makes another leap and another step because he's an amazing, young, talented player. I have um, a team that actually could go a little higher, but due to youth, I just don't think it will happen, uh, is the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. I have the Pistons at 14. And, um, you know, the thing is with me is that uh, although that Dwayne Casey is a defensive-minded coach, and we know his history with defense. I think the one aspect of this team that they're going to struggle in is defense. I think there's no problem with putting the ball in the hoop. Yeah. You got Jaden Ivey, you got Kay Cunningham, you have uh, Bogdanovich now, which was a weird ad, but you have Bogdanovich. I believe Kelly Olynyk's still on the team. He went to Utah. Oh yes, in the trade for uh, Bogdanovich, yeah, Bogdanovich, right? Yes, thank you for correcting me. But uh, you have some, you have some nice guys, and I think I like what they're doing with the the mix of veteran leadership along with their young core, because mm-hmm. uh, we've seen how uh, disoriented some young guys can get without the right people around them, with feeding them the right stuff in their ears. Um, look at like the whole trust the process uh sixers so many of those players they drafted high and like how bad those teams were mm-hmm. you need that those guys in the locker room to kind of like 
you know build a, a culture i know that word's used around so much but it's true um my 14th, I got the Washington Wizards. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! There we go. Whoa! Okay. All right. Um, at the moment, I'm not a believer of the Washington Wizards, although they do have a nice cohesive unit. Kyle Kuzma, a healthy Porzingis, is an amazing Porzingis. You want that? You want the unicorn to be healthy? He kind of, he kind of makes or breaks sometimes your, you know, offensive and defensive schemes as yeah. well. Yeah. Corey Kispert's out. For four to six weeks, so I think you won't get him right away. You got Monty Morris, a nice ad, but I got Washington at number 14. At the moment, I'm not a believer. However, I'm a big Danny Avdia fan because I feel like he's going to break out, but I got Washington really, really low. But the reasoning for that is because I have one team higher than them. There you go, Nakeem. Hey, I'll talk about the Wizards when I get to them. Just go on to your next one. Just go on to. <laughs> okay. 14. Yep. 13. Let's see, let's, let's, see, let's see where we keep going. 13, I got the Orlando Magic. That's insane to me, bro. 13, I got the Orlando Magic. Yep. Uh, yep. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to see where we're going. Here we go. Um, still a youth movement at the moment. They really have some nice nice pieces. Um, you just got to figure out that log jam in the front. Markel Fultz recently got injured again. Once again. This guy cannot catch a break, so man. I don't know what's going to happen, but you kind of have a logjam with Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz, and RJ Hampton, and Jalen Suggs, too. So you got to figure out what you want to do with yeah. that rotation. Um, who's going to who's gonna get the most mitts? Who deserves those mitts at the end of the day? Um, Wendell Carr Jr., I feel like, is going to have a big year. Um, Okeke did really good. Jay Isaac, I don't know what's going to go yeah. on with him. Just uncertainty with his availability. And then our boy, Balaban Bencaro. So we'll see what happens with that. He's been playing well. He's hooping. Um, looking looking forward. It's gonna be a really fun, really fun, uh, really fun team. I also have a Orlando at thirteen. Um, uh, the one thing I'm gonna be looking forward to is uh, Jonathan Isaac and how he meshes in his return to the lineup. Because for those of you who have forgotten, Jonathan Isaac is not just uh, a great defensive player, but he is, in my opinion, a top three defensive player in the nba when mm-hmm. he is playing mm-hmm. this guy not only interior but perimeter mm-hmm. he could he had games where he was getting like six steals and four or five blocks like this guy is the real deal it's just that his health has obviously been a big number uh big factor into like uh his his availability and his like how people look at him but uh with how much front court players they have i don't know if there is a spot for him uh, so we can look at a, a team dealing for him definitely by the deadline, assuming he gets uh, uh, some proper reps in. But um, nothing much left to say. It's going to be uh, another year of rebuilding, another year of developing, and they're gonna. I think they're going to be an entertaining team to watch. I think there's going to be some good moments. Number twelve for me, mm. the Charlotte Hornets. And oh yeah, oh I can hear all the. The basketball fans who became fans in 2013 or 2016 getting mad at me. Their whole, their precious God, LaMelo Ball is going to be a 12 seed. Oh, I'm so sorry. LaMelo. I'm so sorry. I really could not care less. Uh, hey, they signed LiAngelo. Great. But uh, for me, the main thing is that Miles Bridges, we don't know what the situation is with him. He most likely won't play this season, at least mm-hmm. in my estimation yeah he is with the team as in 
uh he was a restricted free agent but he basically signed the qualifying offer and though he got no uh, no other offers from any teams he is coming back to charlotte yeah and i uh, I, I think the way it works is that next year he will be an unrestricted free agent mm-hmm. but they do have him as a roster player for this year mm-hmm. and we could see how he comes back but uh we have heard from like lamello that he wants miles back on the team and other guys want to see him back on the team but we'll see if the legality of things will allow that mm-hmm. but it just sucks because this team should be another team that makes a jump to get better but instead they're taking a jump and i think they're getting worse Mm -hmm. because it's hard to fill in a guy who was a 20 point per game scorer across the board yeah right and i I think they still haven't addressed their need for a center they're the one team that needed a center more than anything and they didn't do a single thing to get it yes they drafted mark williams but do you expect a rookie who is very raw offensively to just come in and do do his thing with Lamelo? no exactly montrez harrell gone gone montrez harrell gone and um I just don't know what they're what they're what they're really doing because you have a guy like Lamelo Ball who is an exceptional talent, right? Going to be an All Star year in year out. I don't know what they are doing with James Booknight and with uh, the mm-hmm. guys they drafted in that draft class. You That's have Kai thing. Jones who's another big man, mm, but we'll see how these guys develop. But for me, I just don't see anything really uh, happening for them this year. I just think there's so many teams that are better than them. Absolutely, absolutely no. I agree with you. And guess what? I got Charlotte Hornets at my number twelve okay. as well. Okay. Same thing. Um, I'm you know I'm excited to see Kai Jones, JT Thor, especially Jalen McDaniels, the the McDaniels brothers, Jalen and Jaden. Yeah, they're really. I good. feel like, I feel like they're gonna make some waves this year. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. But you know, as a Charlotte Hornets organization, as a manager, I want to focus on my brand. I want to focus on my reputation amidst this situation. Hopefully, Miles Bridges' families are okay, and everything you know everything's getting you know. Um, solved and hopefully it's it's a positive ending or a bittersweet ending. But you want to focus on your brand at the moment. You want to focus on your reputation. You want to, you know, you want you want to get out of that situation. You don't want your team to be associated with, you know, any any form of abuse. Okay. I already know what team is here now. Maybe not. <laughs> Let's see if you get a freak out. I know what team My is. number eleven. Are you ready? Oh, I I I need to apologize. Nikim's gonna be really pissed off at me for this. What? Number eleven, New York Knicks. Wow. I'm going to let you explain, but just for context for people, if they might have forgot, he still has a name, the Detroit Pistons. (laughs) All right, continue what you have to say. The reason I have this team as number 11 is solely for the reason that I have a preference above this team. Oh, my God. What does this mean by preference? Do you just Um, like one team more than the other? Yeah. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. But no, no. Okay. Quickly is going to take a jump. Obi's going to take a jump. Hardenstein is probably one of the most underrated ads in the yeah, whole free agree, agency. Yeah, agree, agree, they, agree. They, they got a great team. This guy, I think the situation comes down to the relationship between them and the coach. And, um, you know, seeing rotations and getting that consistency. I'm a really big fan of Jericho Sims. Our boy Jalen Harris is in New York Nick right now. Yes, yes. Uh, our boys V. Makai Luke is in New York Nick too. <laughs> so you got people from Toronto. Um... It's a really well-formulated team. There's just some uncertainty because there's so much competition in the East. It's like, where are they going to be placed? Are they going to make that jump? And D-Rose is, you know, D-Rose is your sixth man. He's going to lead that second unit. Julius Randle. We'll see what happens. They got some dogs. RJ Barrett, for me, is my boy right now. He's going to be the number one option for me and my preference. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I got New York at number 11. I feel like they're going to take the NBA by storm at first, and then they're going to fall off, just like they did last year. Same result okay okay 
I'm not mad at where you place them. I'm mad about the other parts of it. But uh, for 11, uh, I guess now is my turn to talk about a team that you mentioned earlier is the Washington Wizards. Uh, I don't believe they're going to be a play-in team this year, but I do think they can definitely compete for it. If you're 11, you're basically, it's interchangeable with 10 and whatnot. Those teams are usually like one game back of each other. Like it's very uh, close race. But I think for me, it all just depends on health. And if they're going to stay healthy, I like the duel between uh, Bradley Beal and Porzingis. Mm -hmm. It's very dynamic. Uh, a lot of uh, possibilities that can uh, form in the half court through pick and roll, pick and pop. Um, just the spacing wise, having a guy like Beal, who's a great shooter with another guy who's a great shooter in Porzingis, yeah. is, uh, could be a defensive nightmare sometimes with if your uh, offensive schemes are great. And I think the one thing about them that makes them different in years past is their their wing depth i think uh kuzma bringing will barton in was a great pickup in my oh, opinion I about um yeah, yeah, yeah. you have johnny davis who's a rookie who's going to be pretty good i the one player who i think is going to make a big jump is rui hachimura i think he is going yeah. to be a really good guy, uh, player and I think the emphasis is going to be on them to really bring out the best of him this year mm -hmm. so I think Washington's going to make a little bit of a bounce back but I think for me it all just relies on health that's pretty much it absolutely which relies on health but uh, going into number 10 now for uh, number 10 mm -hmm. is the team you had at number 11 the New York Knicks mm -hmm. so I do think they're going to be a playing team so basically what I'm saying is for the Knicks I do think they're going to be a 500 team at the 10 seed Yes, that's how good I think the East is going to be. I think you could be a 500, above 500 team at the 10th seed this year because of the how good each team is going to be. I got the stacked East. I think uh, for me East. with the Knicks is about giving the keys to RJ. Um, not yes. just that, but it's about RJ developing more in his jump shot, mm -hmm. uh, being more smart with his offensive decisions, not just driving into the paint each time and taking a contested layup, but being able to make the right pass, make the right reads. Okay. You have me there. Here we go. Number 10, Detroit. Oh, you got Detroit. You got Detroit making the play-in. Wow. I got it. I am ready. Are you ready for this take? Killian Hayes, most improved player. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons. I feel like this is it for him. This is the make or break season for Killian Hayes. He had a flash when he scored the career high 36 points. And like the second last, second last week, second last week of the season. He has flashes, but I feel like this year is going to be his year. I'm all on the board with the Sadiq, uh, Sadiq Bay train right now. Kay Cunningham is going to have a breakout season. I'm going to say between 23 and 24 points per game. Isaiah Stewart, they said that Dwayne Casey's game in the green like to shoot more. Ooh, so he okay. could be a 3 and D guy. Still got like veteran leadership like Corey Joseph. You added Nerlens Noel. You have Boyan, Alec Burks. It's a nice it's a nice team. I would say it's a nice team. And of course, Jay Ivy's there too. Hamido Diallo might be out with injury at the moment, but got a really nice squad. I'm a believer. I'm on the train for Detroit Pistons right now. I'm hopping. I'm hopping on the bandwagon. I mean, I'm gonna create a bandwagon. It's not even a bandwagon okay, right now. Okay, wow. I'm gonna okay. create a bandwagon because okay. I—that's what community I, is. I'm officially a Detroit Pistons fan. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. Number ten. <laughs> We're gonna revisit this, but <laughs> hey, 
Malik has been someone to say some crazy takes. And, you know, as much crazy stuff as you say, some things are bound to come true. This guy said Robert Williams was going to be defensive player of the year, like, when he was drafted in, like, three years. And mm. everyone on the, the panel just looked at him and was <laughs> like, and we just started laughing. And now Robert Williams is one of the best defensive players in the NBA. So mm-hmm. that's the one. That's one, though. That's one out of many, okay? I'm gonna come back. To, we're gonna come back to this. We're gonna come back to it. It's okay. You, you, won't, you won't forget about you. This. You won't forget about my take where I did Miami at sixth, and, seventh, they, and, and they, they were, were first. The, yeah, they were first. You will always get back to that. That was one, my worst take of all time. <laughs> <laughs> number okay. This is where it gets tough. Okay, number nine. I, I'm gonna apologize to every single team out there. This is I. I'm I'm, I'm so I'm so upset for putting this team at number nine. I'm so mad at myself. I'm really mad. Number nine is Chicago. Ooh. Number nine is Chicago. Oh, that Lonzo Ball injury is going to hurt them. That's yes, definitely, though. This, you know, is Ayo, is Ayo Tosumu ready for this? His second year? Kobe White. You added Goran Dragic, which is nice. Yeah. You know, Goran Dragic, we feel some type of way about him at the moment, but we're, we're, we're <laughs> all right. We're all right. Patrick no, Williams returning, not. but... I do not like him. The team is nice. You added Andre Drummond, too, as a backup. It's nice. It's just there's teams that are believe that are going to be better than them. Yeah. I think that Lonzo injury is really going to hurt them. And they're not going to gain the momentum they need. So I'm going to say number nine. I don't have much to say about Chicago, unfortunately, even though I like their team. Number nine, Chi-Town. The Atlanta Hawks mm. at number nine. I yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't uh, – I am very interested to see how they play. Me too. They played pretty good in their first preseason game in Dubai against the Milwaukee Bucks. But and they won, right? Yeah, they won. I think they won, yeah. And uh, that pick and roll between DeJounte and John Collins looked really good. Yeah. The only thing is for me, in an 82-game season, we've seen DeJounte play off-ball, right? And I think that's, I guess that's the approach they're going to take because he he played with DeRozan and DeRozan had the ball a lot of the time. But DeJounte was not the player he was now that he was with DeRozan. Yeah. He's obviously a much more skilled player yeah. and he works much better with the ball in his hands because yeah. that's how he facilitates. And you pair him with a guy like Trey Young who we literally have never seen him play off ball. I straight the game. Never. He, this guy is strictly on ball. He needs the ball in his hands to be good. And that's not a, a knock on him. It's just the offense. He's one of those guys where the offense is Trey Young. Number nine. Number eight, I'll go right into this. Not that much to say because Malik already mentioned them. The Chicago Bulls. I think injuries, the loss of Lonzo Ball is the main thing with them. Um, And the main question for me, the only main thing I got to say about them, which version of Nikola Vucevic are we getting? Mm. Because I think that really depends on where I position them. Okay, so for my number eight, we did a little switcheroo. I have got Atlanta Hawks number eight. I just had them a little bit higher than Chicago. I don't have to say much about Atlanta because you said it. I I think it just comes down to their playbook at the end of the day. Which players are going to chase those opportunities? You said Atlanta at what? Number eight. Number eight? So we just did a switch. switch okay, okay, okay. At my number seven. <laughs> Ooh. Who do you got at seven? Miami. Ooh. I got number seven, Miami. So you know who I put above them. I feel like they're going to be disappointing this year. Yeah. Players are getting older. Kyle Lowry is getting older. What version of Duncan Robinson are we going to get this year? Mm-hmm. This is it for him. Jimmy's there. Tyler Hero, you know, the only, I, I say a positive light is getting VO back and healthy. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. You got, you still got your, um, Bam, Bam is going to be your guy. It just comes down to just the competition in the East. It's really tough. Um, I feel like they're going to be inconsistent at times. Um, injuries have got them as well. So we'll see what happens with the Miami Heat. But 
I got teams that I feel like will be better than them and are more NBA ready. Um, I feel like they're not going to perform up to expectation. They were first. I'm saying they're going to go first all the way down to seventh this year. I also do have Miami at seven. Uh, pretty much it's just they lost pieces and they didn't replace them. They lost P.J. Tucker, who was integral to their success, and they didn't replace them. They lost Markeith Morris, I believe it was, right? Was it Markeith? They lost uh, Mar- Yeah. Oh, yeah, they lost Markeith, you're right. Yeah, they lost Markeith uh, Morris. Markeith and, 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 yeah. and, yeah. Yeah, Markeith and uh, P.J. Tucker PJ just Tucker. didn't replace them. That's so tough. That's tough. Uh, that really hurt them, and I think that's going to be more, you know, it's definitely going to be on the, the forefront as people see mm-hmm. how they play. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, the most talked about team in the East. I'm ready. But I got the Cleveland Cavaliers. I love the acquisition of Donovan Mitchell. W. And obviously, w. like, there's no negatives to them. I think they're going to be a better team than they were last year. And that is going to be a fact because they're going to be in the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. which they weren't in last year. But I feel like this is going to be a lot of feeling out this year. Yeah. Because you have a lot of different elements to to orchestrate there's right? so many storylines exactly. individual and team storylines exactly there's so many you have so much players this. who are gonna play better oh my God. so much players who are gonna improve figuring out who needs to be in what positions yeah who's taking what roles mm-hmm. fm mobley's a big what if because Ooh. we know he's gonna get better but how much are you gonna like give him? Like, how much of a leash are you gonna are gonna release? Are you gonna let him flourish, yeah. or are you gonna focus on Donovan being your main star? Right. Exactly. So I think that this never this never was a deal to be a win now move, and I think everyone should understand that. Mm-hmm. I don't think top three is realistic for them, as some people have projected. But I feel like they're gonna be a really good team, and I got them at number six. I agree. I couldn't agree more because I also have the Cleveland Cavaliers number six. There's so many storylines. Number five. Number five. I had a really hard time with the fourth and fifth spot. Like, I would delete and put their names above each other. But I'm just going to go with, like, the consensus and maybe the and maybe the status quo here. So I'm, I'm going to play it safe. Number five, I got Toronto. Toronto Raptors. Number five, I got Toronto okay. Raptors. I love it. I love the additions we made. The team and I are really excited for this season. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens. We've got a lot of nice pieces. We're the only team in the NBA that's doing this experiment with the six, yeah. six, eight, six, nine. We've never seen anything like this before. But Messiah has a vision, and I'm all for it, and I'm ready. So Toronto, stand up. We here. I'm excited. Represent. Precious to Chua, making a big jump. I'm ready for everyone to, you know, get into it, get into the thick of it, and let's do it. Toronto number five. Toronto number five is fire i also have toronto at number five so i could just add on right to that um yeah i believe like they're go- there's no way they're going to be worse than they are last year and i think they're going to be mu- uh, much better with the consistency with the at least the they now know their identity they didn't know their identity for a large part portion now, of last now year do. now they do scotty's going to take a big jump um, I believe OG Ananobi is going to take a jump. And I also believe Gary Trent Jr. is going to take a jump. They These are all sure. young guys who I feel like are going to take jumps. Gary's like under 24. Um, I believe OG's 25. Scotty's 21. I have the Raptors at number five. At number four, I have the Brooklyn Nets ah. at number four. Nice. I think they're going to be a really good team this year. Already from what I've seen with Ben Simmons in the preseason, I've loved. And I think he's already doing what people are you giving him enough credit for agreed agreed brooklyn number four for me as well we'll see what happens you said mostly about most about brooklyn you know their expectations are there they just have to meet them i think they're not far from it so i think they're gonna meet those expectations they could even be you could argue they could be number one so we'll see what happens all these top four teams they could be number one so brooklyn number four number three 
it's it's all interchangeable. I got Bucks in number three. Okay. I got Milwaukee in number three. They're ready. They can win championship if they want. So we'll see what happens. Giannis, the Greek freak, followed by their supporting cast, Chris Middleton with the coaching staff. You got a great overall team. So I'm excited for Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Milwaukee. These are all like three all could change for me. I got number three. I have the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Montrez Harrell, De'Anthony Melton. Those huge. Are, they've, so they just got better. They've they've addressed the issues they had and they looked really they look really good now. For me, number two. And I know some people are like, how come these are the best teams? You guys aren't talking about them that much. Everybody knows these guys are the best teams. What is there left to say? Yeah. Go watch ESPN if you want to hear them talk about and just milk out as much content about these teams. Like You go hear Stephen A. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I have the Boston Celtics. Ah. I personally believe that the Boston Celtics are going to be a great team. But I think there's just... I don't know. They got better. But there's something I think that's just missing i don't know if it's because ime yudoka is no longer going to be coaching there for them so a lot of those in-game adjustments or late game execution that he would be able to pull off won't be there so that mind might affect them same way if nick nurse got suspended and they had uh sergio uh sergio scarliola being the the interim coach sergio. the raptors just wouldn't be as good as they would be with nick nurse because mm -hmm. it's not the same mind right mm -hmm. but books games and all that yeah. they're gonna be good they, they addressed the Malcolm Brogdon huge pickup. My top two? Well, this will just be the sign factor. I have Boston at number one. Okay. But solely just because the injury, I have Boston at number two for Robert oh, Williams. Okay. Okay. I feel like the other team will be far off that when Robert Williams comes back and they want to chase that one seed, uh -huh. it will almost be too late for them. So they'll secure that second spot. But I got Boston at number two. Great additions. You got Malcolm Brogdon. Gallinari sadly got injured, so you have Blake Griffin as your replacement. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Robert Williams will be out until maybe late November. You got a really nice squad. Nothing much else to say for Boston. Philly. Philly. Philly number one. I cringed when I put this. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I, I've healed. It took me one minute. Only two, three days to heal. Hey, don't worry. We, we, we won the chip. We, we beat them. We'll, we'll beat them. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get a revenge. It's even. It's even, Stephen. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's they, even Stephen right now. Until they win a championship, then they can really talk. Then they can really talk. Excellent. Exactly. Philadelphia ready for a championship, even though I hate to say it. It's your time. Let's see what happens. Yeah, it's all, it's all or nothing. I think for the the Sixers, there there's no excuses to not win a championship, other than health if they get injured. But for me, number one is the Bucks. Uh, I feel like they're just really good. There's not much left to say. We've seen them win a championship. We know what they're capable of. We know it. And Malik mentioned them. They got uh, some new additions, you know. They got, they got but, some dogs out there. Uh, that wraps up our 2022-2023 Eastern Conference season predictions. We'll have some tank stuff maybe soon. But stuff we appreciate soon. you all for staying this long and listening to the first episode. <laughs> of season four of the hoop central podcast we hope you guys continue listening we have an amazing amazing season in store of great content yes, that we're sure that you guys will all enjoy and we're ready to be thank you a lot so uh it's been nakeem it's been malik and you've been listening to hoop central podcast right here on spirit live take it easy peace